Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Expand with Chelsea and on YouTube at Expand with Chelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. I have a very special guest here with me today. This is my friend, Kristen. We both went through the Ahai Energy Healer Certification Program together. We're going to be talking all about our experience, what we use energy healing for inside our businesses, the profound effects that we have felt after becoming certified practitioners, and so much more. So some updates before I dive into Kristen's bio. So this upcoming Friday, so 9-9, this is a big portal. This is all about the energy of completion, all about letting go of habits, patterns, people, energetic cords that aren't serving us anymore. Maybe it's people-pleasing behaviors. Maybe it's not speaking up for yourself. We're done with it. We're, we're absolutely letting those go. So on 9-9, I am hosting an energy healing circle. If you have been curious about experiencing a high E for yourself, definitely listen to this episode because we're going to be talking about it a lot. But I'm going to be hosting this energy healing circle on the portal day to amplify its effects in numerology. Nine is all about completion. We are ending the cycle. We're kind of in that transitionary period between, okay, we're not doing this thing anymore, but we haven't yet moved into building new patterns, habits, calling new people into our lives quite yet. We're getting there. So I wanted to host this circle and it's going to be all about just releasing, letting go. I think a lot of people actually kind of try to skip past this step where I was trying to add in new things into our lives. We're like, oh, I want to pick up these new hobbies or patterns or learn this new skill set or take this new course. But we kind of forget that in order to make room for that, we first must clear out what's not serving us anymore. So if you are interested in joining this healing circle, there are just a few spots left. These are kept very small, very intimate for a reason. I actually give everybody individual guidance on what came through throughout the session. This will be a 90-minute energy healing circle. There will be about 30 to 40 minutes of meditation. You'll lay down, you'll receive the energy, and then we'll come together as a group afterwards and talk about everything that came up. I am so excited about this. The next one after this won't be until November, as I'll be in Greece in October, which is really exciting. So I want to make sure that I'm giving myself enough time to not not work and actually take a vacation. So I have one on 9-9. You can learn more about that and sign up for the energy healing circle using the link in the show notes. And then the one after that will be in November on 11-11. All right other updates. So I'm really, really excited because the waitlist for one-on-one mentorship is now open. Okay, let's talk about what that actually means. So I think if you're not necessarily familiar with business jargon, we'll call it, a waitlist is a way for you to sign up for something without any commitment. And usually you're going to be the first one to know when spots are open. You'll be notified when you're able to apply or purchase the course or whatever it is. So I am now going to be taking on more one-on-one 
clients. My last ones graduated and I'm so fucking proud of them. They went through the entire four months and saw huge transformations from being able to release aspects of their business that they weren't enjoying anymore to doubling their monthly income to taking on the right amount of clients for them. So being able to raise their prices and then also taking on less clients because of that, which is really, really exciting. So a lot of what my coaching is, is actually permission to, to follow what you know you want to do inside your business, but maybe you're feeling a little bit nervous, a little bit hesitant, and just need a little bit of guidance in order to step into your full and true power and potential. So I'm going to be opening up one-on-one spots in just a couple of weeks from now. So if you are curious and interested in receiving direct one-on-one mentorship from me, maybe you want to grow or scale your business, start adding in more passive income, you want to work less and make more, you want to raise your prices, you want to stop working with the clients that are literally giving you headaches and make you want to throw everything up in the air and just totally be done with your business. If you want more ease, more flow, more joy inside your business because you didn't build your business just to work 24-7, I would absolutely love to work with you. So you can join the waitlist using the link in the show notes. Again, this does not obligate you towards anything. It just lets you know when spots are open. So there will only be two spots open for this round. I only take on a very, very limited number of clients because they have 24-7 access to me. We have calls every other week. You can learn more details using the link in the show notes as well. I actually am really proud because I built out the sales page for the one-on-one mentorship and I am quite pleased with it. I am certainly not a web designer, but I'm pretty proud of what I was able to accomplish. It's actually something that I really do enjoy doing when I have enough space and time to create the thing. If I'm trying to like shove it into like a three-hour block, it's it's really not fun to try and be creative on a timeline. But this is something that I'm really proud of, and these spots will be opening very, very soon. So I would highly recommend jumping in on the wait list if you are curious about growing your business. All right, let's talk about, and I want to introduce Kristen before we dive into the interview. So Kristen is an intuitive business mentor and a high-E energy healer. We both went through the certification program together with our mentor, Christina, and Kristen has worked with clients in almost every industry that you could think of. She actually launched a media agency where she supported six and seven figure business owners to their expansion. She did the hustle and grind for a long ass time. She had employees, high paying clients, funnels, recurring revenue, all of the things that you're quote supposed to have. And then she got pregnant and then she started having kids. She's a mom of three and it really just brought about this sense of like, what am I doing? I know and I feel that this isn't an alignment for me. So she shut it all down. She's now on the other side of that and she is being very intentional about what the rebuilding process looks like. And I am so excited for you to meet Kristen. She is just such a a ball of wisdom and energy. I know you're absolutely gonna love her. So without further ado, let's dive into this interview with Kristen. I'm so excited to have you here and to have this conversation. We're going to be talking about all things a high energy healing. So go ahead and yeah, introduce yourself. Give me a little bit of your background and then we're going to dive in. I think both of us have a lot of questions for each other. So it's going to be, it's going to be a good conversation. Yeah, totally. I can't wait. Um, Yeah. And I also think nothing is by accident. So I'm super glad we're here and whoever's listening is here. Um, I'm Kristen. I've had the privilege of working with people in like over 15 industries, 
Um, I help six and seven figure business owners. Um, I've built my own businesses, have helped people launch and all of that to say, I just, you know, what I really love right now is just working, helping people kind of align the energetics of bringing what they want to bring out into the world. Cause I know you talk about this, like people don't realize they can just talk to their business. Mm-hmm. And so I love to work with people and get them, you know, my background that I mentioned earlier has really helped me to align with like the, the strategies, which is like the when and the why, and then combine that with the energetics is like a whole new, a yes. whole nother level. Yes. Oh, I love it. Okay. So <laughs> for maybe people who aren't sure about, okay, I know what the strategy means. Like that's how many times a week I post on Instagram. I get that. How do you explain the energetics to them? Like when you start to work with people, where, where do you start with them to introduce them to this concept? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, so people come to me in a different, like in variety of, um, like I explain it as frequencies. I know you could probably understand that too, but really it's just sort of at different levels. And so, um, I really just start like the, the first place that I like to start with people is like, where, where are you? Cause so most people don't ever take the time to, uh, like just a very real, like factual representation of where they are, like without judgment or emotion. And so like when you can kind of establish that and then like paint the vision of like, where do you want to go? I think the energetics help to fill in the gap, right? Cause it's like, in order to sort of be the person you want to be. And I teach about this a lot. Like you really have, there are some things that you're going to have to do. Um, And so like the energetics helps you to like raise your vibration to bring that into your field quicker. I mean, we're in this time where everything can happen so quickly. Mm -hmm. I love that you brought that up too, because yeah, a lot of people think that, oh, in order to build a business, it's going to take a long time and it has to be a struggle. And I have to, you know, go through my, my four failed businesses first, because I think that was, isn't that like the statistic? (laughs) Like you have to, yeah, your fifth one is going to be the successful one. So then we're building it up in our minds that it's going to take a long time. And honestly, whatever it is that you think that's, what's going to happen. Yeah, totally. And it's also like, there's uh, I love that you said that because so many people who come to me, they think that it has to be incremental. Like we've just been taught as a society, oh, first you make your first $200 and then your next 400. And then, and it's like this little stare, like that's, that's what keeps us small, right? Like that's, we're just in a new era of how we operate. And so it's, I I really love to drive home that your growth can be exponential. Like it doesn't, it it can be whatever you want it to be. So you could go from starting tomorrow to a month from now, making five, six figures. It's, it's just about learning how to leverage the ass, like in the beginning, if, if that's where you are, it's about leveraging the assets you have and like holding that vibration. Yes. Okay. So that's, that's my story pretty much with starting a business as I went from living paycheck to paycheck, essentially to two months into starting my business, I had replaced and then tripled my full-time income. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Like, I guess I'm just like pretty decent at this. And everybody around me was like, that's not sustainable. You know, you're not going to be able to do that. Like you shouldn't quit your job, be really cautious. And I'm like, well, three years later, I'm still here. So I think, you know, that can be really triggering, not only for the person going through it, but for other people as well. So, you know, when we think about like these quantum shifts and leaps, like essentially that's what it is, is like I am dramatically changing the reality that I have in front of me. That's where the energetics come in is like, okay, now you have to have a whole new set of beliefs essentially to match what you're trying to create. 
Totally. And like what you're describing is just the willingness. I mean, that's such an encapsulation of it, but I bet, you know, there's like times where you're, am I doing the right thing? Am I going to do it? But it's, it's just the willingness to go and do it. Um, Cause I see so many people who uh, like where I see a lot of people getting stuck right now is um, that it has to be in this incremental phase or like I have to struggle or like maybe I just don't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, like the way out of that is just, is just to move. Like the way out of that is just to go and to like, if something feels right, follow it. Because if you're, if you're following that people, we get so caught up in like, is this going to work? Yeah. Like when, when I get there, is am I going to have this? Am I going to like be able to get this? And it's like, it has no choice but to work because you have momentum like in that right. direction. Yes. I always tell people, you know, it's not so much about whatever the decision is or isn't. It's just that you have to make one. Like all you have to do is get the ball rolling. There has to be momentum. Yes. Momentum. I'm a huge believer in momentum. Yes. Okay. So for you, what are those big things then that create momentum for people? I'm curious. So you mentioned willingness. Mm-hmm. I think that those can go hand in hand is the momentum and the willingness. What are some of those big pieces that you see or maybe you work with clients on that make them more open and more willing and able to make those decisions? Um, yeah, that's a great question. So what, you know, what I mentioned where having a great place to start is just factual. Where am I? Where have I been so that I can know where I'm going? And so usually that's where I start because like, like I mentioned, most people don't start there. And so it's, and then it's a matter of like, okay, so if my intention is to make half a million dollars this year, where am I currently spending my time that that is not like, I'm telling myself that's not a priority. And so it's so, it's just, it's really helpful to just have someone else point that out to you. Like as much as you or I, like we've been in business for a while, like you still have mentors. I still have mentors because like someone telling you like, Hey, why are you spending your time here when you just make half a million dollars and actually you have to use, this is the way to like, this is how you laid out to do it. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't line um, up. Yep. Right. Yeah. And, but like when you're in it and when you're doing it, it's, um, but you, you just get caught up in like, okay, I got to go check my email and I got to go make this and I got to do this. And then you're, you're like at the end of the day, like, okay, I made a business card today. Like, so is that, you know, like, is that going to give me my half a million dollars? (laughs) Yeah. And I also think like what you said too, is um, most people will think, well, I don't have an, I don't have authority or I don't have a following or I don't have this. And what's interesting is we all have certain assets that allow it, that would allow us to make like an extra at the, at a minimum, like an extra two grand, let's just say we're not like an amount like that would probably could potentially change a lot of people's business. But sometimes when you're in it, like when I, when you're operating in it, it can be hard to see, or it could be like, that seems too simple. Yes. Oh my God. It is simple. (laughs) (laughs) Self-sabotage number one. It's too easy. I must not deserve it. Like it must not be meant for me. And I I give this uh, example a lot to my clients. You know, if we had somebody that was a third party person, they were just simply observing your life. What would they think your priorities were? 
Would they think that your priorities are watching Netflix? Would they think that your priorities are texting your friends or calling your family members all day? Would they actually think that growing your business is your number one priority? I think they would think what she's wondering about what she's going to be drinking next. Yeah, what beverage do I need? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm cold thirst in human design. So I love that. So you have probably like six cups around oh, yeah, you like, full like, of various. I'm like the best. No, it's like you're you're totally right though because um, it's almost like and then the energetics come into play is is the other stuff doesn't matter like you wouldn't be doing the other stuff anyway and so it hangs around in your energy field and it slows you down right like it's mm-hmm. it's it um and you subconsciously don't realize it because it's like you feel like you might need permission to let it go. And we're both here telling you, like you have permission to let that stuff go. And so, but then when the longer it's like, oh, well, I didn't get to my 30 things on the to-do list. It's like, well, what's the most important thing that will lead you to making that half a million dollars that you said you wanted right now? And it's probably not like checking your email for four hours a day. It's no. I mean, it's you making know. the decision to to move potentially, you know, like noticing the environment that you're in isn't actually the most productive or effective for you. Maybe you have a lot of people that drain your energy around you. And it's like, those are the big hard decisions that I think a lot of people avoid making and they distract themselves with the easier strategy things. Like, oh, if I just post more to Instagram or if I have a content calendar, I'm really on a roll with content calendars lately. <laughs> we're not we're not besties because I think it is so distracting. You know, it's sexy because it's strategy and it sounds easier, but it's actually distracting you from tuning into how do I actually feel and what would be best for me because that will require radical honesty and probably release a lot of a lot of these things in your life. Yeah. And I would just add if like, if anything we're saying resonates with you, like the, the amount of times I've been in a group container even, or like a one-on-one container with someone and I say something and they look at me and they're like, did you hear yourself? And I'm like, Oh, limiting belief. Hello. You know, this <laughs> just like having someone to kind of have your back around that and like keep you on track is for me, it's invaluable. And so I love that aspect of it. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm curious, you know, since stepping into this role of energy healer, and both of us have gone through the 7D, a high energy healing, I think we maybe we pronounce it the same way I was used to say a high E. And then I noticed like my voice cracked almost every time. So I'm like, we're going with a high for me. So we're, we're talking about the same thing, even if we do pronounce it different ways. But I'm curious, you know, and this can be, I don't think that we can compartmentalize as easily as we think we can. Like, oh, there's my business life and then my personal life. But what shifts have you noticed since going through the program so far? Um, I think one of the biggest shifts has just been trust. Um, you know, we've talked about having these massive to-do lists and um, one of, like it, it's a little hard to articulate into words, but it's almost like the list doesn't matter because I'm just going to know what to do when I'm in the moment. Like if I'm confused going back to that place of, you know, where, where am I headed and why? And like, is this in my best interest? Like the, the decision-making becomes easier, I guess, to know that there's like trust and support, Mm -hmm. but it's actually just from myself. It's not from some like external thing that like nobody has access to. Um, And so I think, you know, like really being able to tap into that has been game changing because it's also like, then I can go and do the things I need to do 
um, in life, like we're just, we're here in life doing things. And I, and I can very quickly feel like this is, this is right. This is not right. Oh shoot. Why did it like, now I need to just change course like a little bit. And so I, I feel like that's been the biggest thing. If that was our two, I, I yeah. love to no, I feel, um, both expanded and triggered at the same time, because <laughs> I, as you were talking, I was like, Oh my God, I am trying to create safety for myself, safety in quotes by my massive to-do list. And that is actually just like keeping me very stuck because if I asked myself, what is it that I feel like doing in this moment? Would it actually be any of these things? No. And for me, that means that I probably need to hire somebody to take care of literally all of those so that I can just step into the visionary role, right? Like I'm keeping myself distracted by all of these like small little to-do things that are keeping me from like bringing in this greater vision. So I'm like, oh my God. See, like even just talking (laughs) about these things, I'm like, well, okay. Great. Some things to think about. Yep. It's it's very helpful to, um, like, it's almost like it clears out the clutter. And um, I had an experience recently where I was coaching a a client and there were three partners in the business. um, And we did in a high healing session, um, like within the first month of us working together. And the next day I got a phone call that one of the partners was leaving and I wasn't totally surprised because it it also clears the way for anyone who experiences the energy. It clears the energy out of the way that wasn't important. And I could kind of already sense it like wasn't in alignment. Yep. And it was nothing that I said. It was just like, I think the energy came through and he was like, oh, yep, no, this isn't for me. And mm-hmm. just, and they all, it was very amicable and they all went their separate ways. And like now it's it's the energy of it has totally shifted. Yeah. It's, I think for me, almost every energy session that I do for myself and for clients, I I almost think of it like a tower moment, like where there's this big buildup of things and then you have to let it crumble. And then you have to let the dust settle, settle. And that's the integration period. That's the rest after. And one of the big reasons that I was so hesitant to even step into this role as energy healer was because I knew I was going to have to get really honest with myself and actually release a lot of things that I knew weren't serving me, like my relationship, like where I was living. And I was like, I don't want to do those things. That's really uncomfortable. Like, I don't want to, quote, start over again. So I was really hesitant towards it. And I think there was a piece of me that knew, like, if I step into this role, these are the things that are going to happen. And then at a certain point in time, once you know the truth, you can't not act on it. Like, you have to move forward. Yeah. It, it, it propels you almost. It was mm-hmm. so funny. I had, like almost, I, I had almost the exact opposite experience. I just, I, you know, I, I, um, I remember months and months back, I, I heard Christina mention it. And when she mentioned, I was like, when she offers that, I'm going to say yes, which I did like immediately. I was just like, yes. Um, but I didn't realize like, it wasn't until the very first call we had and she was like, oh, this is how it's going to be. And, or, you know, I don't know, I was watching some of the modules and I was like, uh, like the, the, what you just mentioned of like, oh, I have to get into radical realignment with everything in my life. I was like, I mean, this makes sense, but now I get what, I, <laughs> now I get what I stepped into. Right. Your higher self knew, but maybe yeah. Yeah, your, your human body wasn't quite like on board yet, not even on board, but just on the right. same page. So and then it's. Like, canceled everything. I'm like, okay, send the text to everyone. You won't hear from me for like three months. (laughs) I'll come out when I'm ready. (laughs) I'm going to be a different person on the other side. And okay. So 
for you, I'm so curious, how do you use a high then in your business with clients? Um, I'm curious, how do you use it personally? And then how do you use it with clients? Yeah. Um, so personally, I try to do a session. It ends up being about every three weeks to a month mm -hmm. um, for myself. Um, I've started experimenting using it with my kids. I have three kids. Um, and so we all just got the, you know what, so I've been <laughs> using it with them. Um, but it's also, I, I, it's almost like I feel the call when I need it. Cause it, it, you've probably experienced you this where tell. sometimes it's yep. too much mm -hmm. or like it's been too long since you've kind of gone in and done the yep. work. Um, so I, I just sort of do it intuitively. Um, but I do have it like scheduled in my calendar for every so often, but I'll, I'll but mostly it's like out of flow. Okay. Um, and then with my clients, I, with my one-on-one -on -one clients, I also use a little bit of intuition there, but we'll do it when we start because a lot of, um, psychic information will come through and I'll, I'll purposely bring the business into the energy session too, to clear out anything there. Um, and then to, to get the information of like, Hey, here's how I want to be supported and here's what you can do. And here's how I want to support you. So I'll do it simultaneously with the business owner and the business. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just, you know, like we're on Voxer and whatever. And so if people need it, um, like if I can sense that it's like, okay, we need to go in deeper than like what my channel right now is telling me, then I'll open up a session. And so it's just, it's, it's very intuitively led, but it's, it's also ends up being about once a month when we're working one-on-one -on -one together. Okay. I love that. That's yeah. for me, pretty similar. Um, I do, I was doing really long sessions for myself <laughs> in the beginning, like an hour every other day. And I was like, okay, I think we can like tune it back a little bit because yeah, the energy it's, it is very strong. It's like, it's very loving, but it is powerful. And I think for me at a certain point, I was like, all right, like things are changing a little bit too much. Like I need more integration time. I need more of like the dust settling before the tower moments again. So I was like, I'm going to pump the brakes on this a little bit. So for me, it's more of like once every other week right now. And they tend to be like, yeah, just shorter sessions and, I, it's so funny. Like I thought I would use the Akashic records a lot more because I was like, I have so many questions and I just want answers to them. And then actually I'm like, I kind of just need rest and rejuvenation. Like it's been this whole like shift between just the masculine energy of like, yeah, I want, you know, that linear progression. And I just want to do all these things and tick it off my list. And now I'm like, I'm actually just kind of tired. So if you, y'all guides could just yeah. provide me with some rejuvenation today, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, totally. And it's interesting how there's different ways that it could, you can use it and it can come through and all of it is right. And all of it is helpful right. in our perception. Mm -hmm. um, we all, I mean, I am very much aware that I sometimes consciously don't know what I need. So the same thing, it's like, please just give me whatever's for my highest and best. Right. Like, what am I not seeing right now? What is What information am I missing? Like, yeah, what am I trying not to see? I think that, that's a big one too. Yeah. And then... And it's interesting too, like you said about the Akashic Records, I'm sure there are more, there are other people who use it more heavily. Totally. And so it's been interesting to in, like integrate what feels like the, how the information comes through and how it wants to be expressed through me. And um, all of that has been 
a cool learning experience. Yeah. Okay. I'm curious then because so for me, I'm very clairvoyant. Like I can see things like playing out like a movie, like the entire, all of it. Um, is it similar for you or like, how does your information come through? Um, mine just drops in. I, I'm claircognizant, so I have clear, it, that's my strongest scent, but, sense, but I have noticed that my other senses have gotten stronger. Um, and so sometimes, like, uh, I don't think I see in the same way, but like the knowing will come in and then it's almost like, then they'll show me a scene. It, like I'll just, some a scene of something will pop into my head. I don't necessarily see it. And I'm like, oh yeah, you know when this happens and this, and and then I can articulate it. And I also find that it, um, if I just sort of let it flow, I kind of take notes when I'm doing a session. Yep. Um, it's almost like it starts telling a story I've noticed. Yes. So yes. Cool. <laughs> it is so but cool. At the beginning, I'm like, why are they saying this? And then I'm like, all right, whatever. So then I just write it down. And then as I'm talking, the whole thing comes full circle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. every time I know. Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed that about the story too. And I'm like, why? Like in one of my sessions last week, the guides were like, you need to give your client, this example about a flamingo standing on one leg because she's going to get it and it's going to immediately click with her. And I was like, that's really weird. Okay. And then she was like, I know exactly what that means. And I was like, okay, who am I to decide, you know, what information they do or don't get because it's not for me, it's for the client. Yeah. And it's, it's always so powerful too, when you hit one of those moments. And I don't know if it's the same for you, but I'll write something down and be like, okay, I'm just going to say that. I don't even know what, and then they just I start have no falling. context they for this. Falling yes. And I'm like, oh God, there it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. exactly. I know for me, I was actually like, I was pretty skeptical, I think, because I hadn't really practiced my intuitive gifts with other people prior to going through this. Mm-hmm. I kind of just used them for myself. And then there was a lot of like, well, I don't know if this is right or not, but I'm going to go with it because it, it, it didn't have too much of like, I don't want to say like a risk factor associated, but I was like, well, I'm just creating my own reality. So whatever. But then doing it with other people, I'm like, whoa, like this is freakishly accurate. Like Mm -hmm. I, there are times when I'm like, I could not have made up something more accurate to this situation. Right. I mean, I remember doing a session once and I said something like, oh, and what about your sister? And the person in the room just like, they were like, how did you know? And I, I'm like, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> but it was super mm-hmm. healing, you know, like those moments are very healing for people, even just for to, for them to vocalize it and get it out of the throat chakra. Mm-hmm. I mean, and this just goes back to too, like, this is the energetics, like everything is energy. So if you, you're a business owner and you think that potentially like your family life or whatever, you know, happened in your childhood isn't relevant to what you're doing now. Like maybe you do have some unresolved trauma or you have energy that you're holding on to for other people. Like it is all so interconnected, so connected. Yeah. And I think it goes back to, you know, the reason I work with mentors is because I know I have blind spots, but I don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. And so just being able to have people I can rely on who could hold the same reflection for me has been, and you know, when I, get those moments reflect, I go, oh, whoa, (laughs) how did I miss that one? You know, but sometimes you're just so kind of, you're in your own stuff. It's hard to. It is. It so is. I had one of those moments recently where, okay, my, my, one of my cruxes in life is like resting, which is so funny because I'm a projector in human design. So I'm, I'm designed to rest more so than the other types. And I just have this big aversion to it. And I'm like, I don't want to rest. Like, And I always ask for, you know, support from my mentors. And I was like, 
not rest, but anything, any other advice that you have for me, great, I'm open to. And then it clicked in the last two weeks. And I'm like, oh my God, I get it. You've been telling me for three years that I need to rest. And I finally understand why. And I'm like, I just really needed to hear it that many times in order for it to settle in. Well, I think we also have our own blocks. I mean, there's definitely intuitive information around things that I have going on that I can't access for myself or that I won't let myself access for myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I totally get it. <laughs> I know, it's like, <laughs> am I just really stubborn or was I just not meant to know this information until right now? Like it just, yeah, you couldn't have gotten it any other time. Like you had to hear it in a specific way or go through a specific situation first. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, the light just turned on. Something I have been thinking about a lot lately is how much I am on camera, from Instagram stories, to recording course content, to going live on Instagram, to client calls. Like my face is always on camera. And something that truly makes me feel my best in my skin is ClearStem. I am obsessed with this skincare line. So I have been on the hunt for a while to find something that is free of synthetic fragrances, phthalates, everything that is, I mean, pretty much just gonna like clog your pores and be ultimately even worse for your hormones and your endocrine system. But ClearStem ticks all of my boxes. It is anti-acne, anti-aging, and it's completely vegan. So my favorite product lately that has been contributing to my confidence in putting my face on camera is their serum, Cell Renew. I am completely obsessed. This is a lightweight serum that has collagen peptides in order to help you reduce scarring, any discoloration, and it feels so good. I swear to God, this stuff is magic in a bottle. So if I ever have any breakouts or anything funky happening with my skin, I make sure to use this at least twice a day. So once in the morning and once at night, and sometimes I'll put even on a second layer of it because it really is that good. I wake up the next morning and I am good to go. I feel so much more confident with putting myself out there, knowing that my skin is looking its best. Other things that I love about the Cell Renew Serum is that it is absolutely great for regulating oil production, reducing redness and inflammation, and it also helps to improve skin elasticity, which we start to lose after the age of 30. So for me, that was last year. (laughs) Collagen production starts to go down in your 30s and continues to decrease as you get even older. So I've really been loving using the Cell Renew and all of the amazing ingredients inside it like reishi mushroom and aloe vera along with those collagen stem cells. So if you want to go ahead and try out the Cell Renew serum, could not recommend it more. I'm actually obsessed with every single one of ClearStem skincare products. You can use the code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A for 15% off at checkout. Again, Cell Renew is my all-time favorite standby along with their Clarity Serum. Those two, it's just like the power duo. They actually do sell them as a bundle and you can use my discount code CHELSEA for an additional 15% off. It is a slamming deal. Let me know if you try it out. Tag me on Instagram. I'm at Expand with Chelsea. I'd love to see what you got and what you're loving. Yeah. And then back to, you know, like using a high to in, in business. Um, I actually about in early 2020, maybe late 2019 before everything shut down, I just, I got this hit them like, okay, things have like the business I was operating at the time, it has to end. 
and, and then I got pregnant and then the shutdowns happened. And so all of it just happened naturally. And I actually wasn't even sure I was going to come back, like what I was going to do necessarily. So this is almost like a, it's like my business 2.0. And I really credit a high with that because it, it's like, it really cleared the way for some of these shifts that I needed to, um, like these walls that I just kept running into in uh-huh. my previous iteration of the business. And like where I could, I really see now where I was out of alignment energetically, like where I just couldn't hold the amount of money that wanted to come my way almost. Like I just, I literally couldn't hold it. I was convincing myself otherwise that it wasn't meant for me. And so it's been, it's only been a few months that I've been back uh, like officially. I mean, it's been behind the scenes, but it's been um, even like that application of the energetics. Cause like most of my time I spent just like in the clouds talking to mm-hmm. my guides about like, how does this mm-hmm. want to, where am I blocked? And, and so that I could then just show up full force, you know? Yes. Oh, I would, I definitely want to talk about this too, because I think this is, I mean, we could do an entire podcast episode on this is just holding money. Like there, you know, it's one thing to make the money and it's another thing entirely to hold it. So for you, you know, either sharing kind of like what you've been through personally or what you work on clients with, but what do you see are some of those big blocks to people being able to hold the money? And what are the things that you work on them with in order to then be able to hold on to more of that? Yeah, that's a great question. And so, so for me, what it was previously, like, this is just one example is I, you know, I had an agency and so I would off, you know, I would get these big retainers from clients to, to manage their account. We were doing different digital marketing and that kind of thing. Um, and then I, what would happen is I would get these bigger retainers and then I wouldn't be able to, like, I would, I noticed that those clients wouldn't stick around for very long. So I started to, I realized now I started telling myself, oh, there's just a threshold for what people will pay to work with me. And so I started lowering the price and I didn't start getting more clients, but then like the people I started getting were then like negotiating me down. And so I was like, oh, well, this is just where people are comfortable at, but I can see now it's like, I couldn't, I couldn't hold the vibration that this was worth it. And I also felt like I had to do more when I got those bigger accounts. It's like, okay, well now we have to do X, Y, and Z and we'll over deliver. And then, Mm -hmm. and then everyone's going haywire, right? Like it can't, Mm -hmm. I couldn't sustain it. That that's that was one of the biggest examples in my mm-hmm. previous. Mm-hmm. And that's so common with people too. Is I know a lot of business owners are like really afraid to raise their prices, and they're like, "Well, I just nobody's going to pay that much for me." And I think part of it comes back to a self worth thing. Like the more that you are rooted in your own worthiness and truly believe that you know what, there is so much abundance in the world. Like there is unlimited amounts of abundance out there that we can actually take in and receive. And it's standing in your worth and saying like, you know what, I actually deserve this. And I demand more from the universe, you know, in a very loving way, because we do deserve that. But I think another part of that conversation too, is the fear aspect. And I think like you just did a whole thing on this of like charging your worth and how to actually ask for what it is that you're worth and not lower your prices or be afraid to, to ask for what you deserve. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on somebody who's afraid to raise their prices and what you would say to them. Oh, that's you're like, I have five days yeah. worth, okay. of, so worth how, of things I'd like to say. Um, <laughs> So here, here's the thing. So when I teach, like you just mentioned, I did a workshop. When I teach, I like to teach at the level of principles because principles apply to all people at all places at all times. And so the level, it's like three levels of learning. The lowest is tactics, next is strategies, and the highest is principles. 
So if you can find principles that are success principles and apply it to your business, there's no choice but to experience success because they apply to all people at all places at all times. So one of the things that I teach that really blew people's mind, I think, is there's a principle, excuse me, that everything in nature maxes out its potential. So a tree grows as tall as a tree can grow. A cheetah will run as fast as a cheetah can run. And human beings, we have to be like one of the only species that doesn't maximize our potential. (laughs) Oh my God, this makes so much sense. (laughs) Right? And like when you apply it to the context of money, if I asked you how healthy do you want to be, you're going to say as healthy as damn possible. Like I want to be as healthy as I can be. If I say how happy do you want your kids to be? I want them to be as happy as they can be. But if I ask you, how much money do you want to make? People start going, oh, well, like just enough for me and my family. We'd be good. Just like 2000 a month. That's good. Yep. I'll be happy with that. You, right. I'm going to tell you, you're probably doing that already. <laughs> and I know that the people I attract, like we're good people, right? Like at people in your circle, you're good people. More money in the hands of good people is going to affect the change we want to see in the world. Mm-hmm. And so why wouldn't we maximize our potential? Why wouldn't we want to call in all that we could call in? so that everyone who comes into contact with us is better off for it. Mm-hmm. Like we are giving from a place, instead of wondering like, oh, did that server do a good job? Does she deserve her 15%? It's like, no, you just get a hundred percent and you like, you go, go do some good in the world. You know, like everyone is, is blessed almost because of my overflow. Like that yes. is where I'm shooting to maximize my potential. And so when people say like, oh, I don't know if I can charge that much. It's like, well, if you don't charge that much, they're not going to think you're the best. And I know that you're the best. And if you don't, and so if you're not charging that much, they're going to think that whatever you have to offer doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then you can't maximize your potential. And it's this whole, right? Like it's this whole cycle. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more to say around that. I love that. I love that so much. It's like having two different mattresses, one from Walmart and I mean, one from Target. And, you know, they could be the same mattress, but one of them is $57 and the other is $157. Like which one do you automatically think is better? And I think a lot of that goes back into too, you know, when people don't have skin in the game, like your clients, previously, the retainer clients that you were, no, you were lowering your prices for and then negotiating down, like I'm sure they weren't showing up in the way that they fully needed to in order to get what they wanted out of the relationship. And it was probably something that just didn't feel good on either side. Oh, totally. And it's, it's also like, um, I mean, I think everyone's heard this is, where your intention, where your attention goes, your intention follows. And so if someone, you know, if you look in your house, could you tell me one thing you have from the dollar store? If you've ever been to the dollar store, no, but like you take care of your house. You don't let people walk through your house with muddy shoes because it costs a lot of money. So if, if someone is paying $2 for something, they don't care about it. But if someone is paying $20,000 for it, all of a sudden you got their intention attention and their intention is going to follow because they're going to be paying attention to it. They're going to be putting their, putting their energy behind it because that's another principle. Everything is energy. It just changes form. It's neither created nor destroyed. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. (laughs) And it really, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty solid, tangible way of saying, this is a priority for me. This is something that I really care about. And this is something that I'd like to see a major shift and change in because this is, I, I went through this like horrible debate in my mind on I'm doing this big workshop coming up. It is a free event. 
And I was like, okay, I've offered replays for things in the past. And I know that when I do that, people are like, I will just catch the replay. You know, I have a really amazing core group of people that will show up live. And for me, I know that's where people are going to get the best experience because they are participating, because they are, you know, getting their questions answered and they're in the energy of everybody else who's really excited. And I was like, oh my God, like if I don't offer a replay, are people going to miss out on this? And I really, you know, playing into scarcity mindset. And I finally made the decision that like, actually, no, like I'm not going to offer a replay. I'm going to host this two different times. And I really want people to show up live because I know for me, that is when I'm the most energized. I'm going to actually attract in people who are ready to make a change. And for me, that was a whole big, like I'm stepping into this new era as a business owner and I am no longer available for people who aren't going to do anything with this information. And instead of just having that sit in their inbox, I want you to show up live and I want you to say I'm ready to change my life. And if that means that you can't attend, then that's okay because it wasn't a match to begin with. I love that. I mean, I think that's a great example of holding the energetics too, of like, this is all I'm available for. Yep. Um, and I think most people, most people don't understand. You know, the other thing I, I like to say is, you know, everyone here listening probably really cares about what they do. They really care about their client. And my number one belief is if you really care, you have to charge enough for other people to care. You mm. have to, like, you have to charge a premium. You're actually being selfish if you don't. Like, you're not, because no, like, if you truly have something that will transform someone's life and you don't charge a premium for it, like, you might as well just have an expensive hobby. Like, yeah. why is it, you know, why are you in business? Exactly, exactly. And I think too, it's, you know, it kind of comes back to this fear thing of like, oh my God, if I actually sat in that truth and I actually realized like, oh, then I would have to take action on things. That's where that fear comes in. And I think a lot of the times like we, our brain gets really overwhelmed and, oh, if I know the truth, then I have to do this thing. And then that means I have to do this. And it just kind of snowballs but you don't actually have to do anything immediately. Like you can sit on that for a little bit and naturally just like being in the vibration of truth, that will start to align your actions and you will start to open new doors of possibility just from that. Totally, yeah. And if you like, again, if you don't, I've had clients say my business is starting to feel like an expensive hobby because you're spinning your wheels and you're like, there's, it's, I describe it almost as energy leaks, right? Like we have these spots that we're just not totally aware of until we start saying it out loud. And it's like, oh, I do spend 90 minutes on a consultation when I said it would be 60, you know, like it's, it's little things like that. And it's like, well, either say it's going to be 90 and charge more for it or like prepare people for what's going to happen in 60 minutes. You know, right. So there's just, I mean, there's tons of different ways you can approach it, but once you're sort of aware of where your energy leaks are, it's, um, I, I think that's also where people like people get stuck in the how to, well, mm -hmm. if I do that, how am I going to do this? And what are people going to say? And, and so we've all tried different ways to kind of fix that. Like, okay, well maybe I'll let people negotiate with me or maybe I'll have a sliding scale or, um, maybe it'll only be this for this type of person. Mm -hmm. Um, and so all of these things don't work because you show up from the wrong energy. You show up from this energy of like, well, maybe if I just price it like this person, um, like then they, it, they seem to be really successful, but it, that doesn't take into account like your unique yes. offerings and your unique energy that you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And you know, what's so funny too, is anytime I come across a how to 
issue, I'm like, well, I'm going in, going into my healing session because that's where I'm going to find the answers. Like it's, it's so funny too, because like all of us, we, we truly do already have the answers. Like I don't know is never an acceptable statement because it's not true. It's either you're unwilling or you haven't given yourself the amount of time that you need to actually be quiet and allow those answers to rise to the surface. So anytime that there's a how to question, I'm like, great, it's time for me to do an energy healing session on myself or, you know, join a, a group healing circle and just allow myself to actually like sit in what do I think I should do about this? And then it's the matter of holding the frequency. Yeah. And it's also, um, let it, like, as you were talking, I was thinking about like letting go of your ego, uh, because we, we want the how to's. Um, and I, I totally did this even when I sort of relaunched this business, like, okay, I can, I can get in the Akashic records. I can do that. Like, I'm just, I'm going to go in. I'm just going to download my business plan. Step one, step two, step a hundred. And it doesn't work like that because we're not supposed to have it all figured out. Like, but we we also aren't supposed to, like, I, I caught myself recently being like, oh, I don't know if I should do this. And then when I got to the bottom, I was like, oh, well, if this happens, I think I would be embarrassed. And I was like, well, I can't show up from the place of being afraid of, to be embarrassed. Like I have to commit to doing this and showing up and like the energy of this is what I'm committing to. And no matter where it leads like this, I'm just going to take it as feedback instead Mm -hmm. of meaning something about me. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. a huge, like, that's a huge difference than Yes. Oh my God, I can't do that. Cause like I would, people wouldn't know. And like, I'd be so, what if this happened and what if they think this about me? And, and I, and so I had to just clear that out, you know, I'm like, well, that's going to get in the way. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, maybe I should just title this show, how to hold the frequency. <laughs> this is like the theme of the conversation. Brand. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I think it's so important to like a lot of business owners give up way too early. So I'm curious from your perspective, because you did, you took a step back, you got pregnant, like all of these things, you know, what was kind of the, the clear signs for you that it's time to take a step back? Uh, just everything felt stuck. I, I remember showing up to, and I had a team at the time, I had a couple employees and I would just, and I love them. They were fantastic. And I would just, I'd be like, Oh, another meeting. And I would, you know, like I would sit down in the mornings and open my email and I feel like I would just stare at it for two hours. And then I'd be like, oh, well, it must be time to work out. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> then just another like, meeting. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and then like nothing was, um, like nothing was clicking. It felt like it wasn't working, but it wasn't be- like for lack of trying, so to speak. It was, right. um, it was just like, it was like pushing into a brick wall with just your hands and like nothing's giving because and when all you really have to do is just step over it, you know, like that's, yep. that's the analogy I think of. And so it just felt stuck and heavy and um, like, I just didn't want to do it anymore to the mm-hmm. point where it's like, okay, I just gotta, I gotta figure this out. And the only way I can, I mean, it, it sounds extreme, but, but I mean, at the time, also, I didn't know everything was going to be changing in the matter of nobody knew. Right. So, right. but it, so it, it was just, it was just this nudge where it was like, it's time mm-hmm. clear it out, you know, yep. like, so I just gave myself the time and the space to rest. And, um, especially after I had my son, I mean, my body was just wrecked. And so I had to actually like go in and do some nutrition stuff and get my mind right about that. You know, like I had to like really do some work mm-hmm. physically. Yep, I- emotionally. Yeah. A lot of people just, 
you know, it's like one of two camps. Like it feels sticky and they're like, I'm done. I didn't get the result that I wanted from one launch. So like, I must really suck at this. And like, I don't want to do it anymore. And then go into hiding. And then there's like the other people that are like, I'm just going to keep forcing things. (laughs) I'm just going to (laughs) keep like running against this brick wall. And I think it's really incredible that you actually, I mean, it sounds like you were pretty surrendered in the fact that you might come back to it. You might not. And just trusting that, you know, whatever. I just, I have to take a step back right now and I don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah. And it was it like, it sounds nice, but it was scary too. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Well, because it it was also like, and my husband was so great. He's like, you know, go take this time and be with our kids. And like, we were in a great position for him to let me do that. Um, but it was also like, I just, I have to just be willing to be okay with whatever answer, so to speak, comes out. And so I, I remember too, during that sort of liminal phase of being like, oh, what about this? And then it, I just would kind of get the nudge, like, no. <laughs> or like not the time, you know. And I, so then I just—it's like this continual act of like just keep surrendering, mm-hmm. um, and like all the only thing really I knew is like I needed to heal my body and I needed to like energetically kind of come back into alignment. And so that's when I really, um, you know, I took the psychic development course, mm-hmm. and it was just like an immediate like, yes, I need to, I need to this. I was already headed there of like yeah. tapping into my intuition more, and so all of it kind of has fallen into place since then. Mm -hmm. And it's like the floodgates open. It's like the way that I think of it. Like when I tune in, I like have this, this dial that I just turn like crank all the way to the right every time. And then I'm like, "Ah!" (laughs) I just feel all of it pour in, but I I'm curious too. So besides energy healing, you know, what are the other things that you do to support your physical body? Because I think this is something that not a lot of people talk about. You know, it's like basic stuff like sleep and eating, like these things, like, yes, you know, the energetics, they really do matter, but we we still have this physical vessel that we need to take care of in order to do the mission that we're here to do. Yeah, um, it's a, a, a great question. A lot of it was, and I'm still, I still feel like I'm on the road, but a, part of it was um, I, get, I cut gluten out of my diet about six months after my son was born. And I know now that I needed to, because I really needed to just clear everything out of, like my body was just hanging on to stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going through, uh, I had back surgery about over a decade ago. And so I was going, the, the two years leading up to that, I would throw my back out every three to four months from just, and I realize now it's from like the stress reaction. Like my body just, this was my body saying, I just cannot handle it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I have tried everything, right? Like acupuncture and chiropractic, everything I've tried it. Um, and, and then finally getting the nutrition dialed in of just like clearing everything out and eating like as whole as possible. And then, um, yeah, like focusing on my sleep as much as you can with a newborn, <laughs> focusing on my sleep and just like being okay with resting. Like you mentioned, like just, I've always been a pretty good napper, but just like surrendering, like if nothing's going on, all I'm going to do is lie down. Mm-hmm. And so like changing my body's response with, through like nutrition and then like some of these spiritual practices has, I mean, it's allowed me to now, like now if I, I'll, I'll sometimes my back will be like, hello. I'll be like, oh, okay, something's off. Got it. Yep. <laughs> Where before I couldn't listen to that, like I just didn't have the tools to listen to that because stuff like the food was clogging some of the mm-hmm. channel also. And so it's, and then it's been slowly this readjustment into adding back in more nutrient dense food. Um, even like I've been vegan for six years, but 
you know, now I'm doing raw milk and raw cheese and eggs and just following that into like, this feels really good in my body and like yeah. not defining myself in a certain way. That's mm-hmm. also been a whole, we could do I feel that's, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I've been yeah. free, dairy free for 10 years. And just in the last like two weeks, I'm like, sure. Raw milk sounds awesome. And raw yeah. cheese. And I was like, I'm doing it. Like in the past, I think I would have been like, no, like you have to fit in this box and it has to look this way. And now I'm like, whatever. Like if I, if I try it out and it doesn't end up working great, we can always go back to what we were doing before, but isn't the point more abundance rather than the restriction and the scarcity? Like why wouldn't you want to, you know, have as much as you could have rather than like, I'm going to live small and I'm going to hide over here. And like, yeah, for me, it just, it became very clear that I was like, that is scarcity mindset right there. The way that I was eating. Yeah. And it's also like, I don't, there was a lot of work around shifting my identity around this too. And I remember talking to my husband, I'm like, I feel so called to this. And I know people in my circle are going to be like, Oh, you said you're vegan. And he's like, at some point he was just like, well, who cares what they, and I was like, Oh, you're right. And now I I love, you know, like I love raw cheese. Like this morning I was like, Oh, I'm I'm out. Dang it. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. now I go to the store after this to get it, you know, but it just, I'm also in tune with how my body feels eating it. So if it, you know, like I've actually tried different things over the last few months and my body's like, uh-uh, we don't like that right now. So it's just like, all right, well, next yep. thing, move on. <laughs> yep. And sometimes you need that reset too, in order to like, listen to that. And yeah, I'm just, I'm so glad too, that you brought up the intuition piece because yeah, I think even like a couple of years ago, I would have been, I, I know I was, I was very closed off to this because I was like, I just didn't know what it could look like. And now honestly, it just feels so much easier. Like everything in my life feels so much easier for having like tapped into my intuitive abilities. I'm sure you feel similarly. Oh, totally. And it's um, like whenever you start to feel stuck or it's like, oh, you just know something's out of alignment. So then it's like running down the list of like, okay, how am I showing up here? And what am I doing with this? And and sometimes it's something totally random, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's sometimes it's like, oh, you didn't I don't know, like sort the trash in the right way or something, you know, it's like, oh, that was just, that's creating an energy leak. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's a benign example, but like, it's just, sometimes it's something where you don't even realize and it's like, oh, yep. and then yep. so much opens up for you once you totally, talk it totally. Back <laughs> yeah, this last week specifically, I've been using my voice a lot more like in a big way. And this has always been really challenging for me. I mean, probably for a, a number of reasons. A, I'm a female. There's a lot of conditioning around like, yeah, don't actually ask for what you want. Like your feelings are, that's weird. We don't talk about that. Like you're not supposed to have desires or anything. And I've actually been just telling people exactly what I need. And then I'm like, oh my God, my entire reality is changing. Like, I feel like an entirely different person because I'm like, nope, this is what I need. And people are so open to that. They're like, okay, great. Exactly, exactly what you need. I'll do it. And I'm like, oh, okay. It could just be that easy. I don't have to like skate around things and adjust myself to what I think people want from me because in that process, I'm just losing myself. Yeah, we just have to ask. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy. It's like setting the boundary, right? Like you just have to be like, nope. I no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Could actually be that easy. Um, so I drew cards and I'm curious, I want to hear your interpretation of these. Um, we, this is so funny before we both sat down, we both, I was like, I drew cards. And then she brought out her crystal deck as well. So we both <laughs> have the same deck of cards. So I drew three for, for this conversation. And the first one is a create your own luck. 
And then we have the terminated, I think that's the pronunciation, terminated quartz, get out of your own way. And then we have unakite, live in the now. Oh, good. I drew adventuring this morning. Did you? For myself. Oh, I like that. I drew the live in the now this morning for myself. Uh -huh. So <laughs> I'm, I'm like, wait, I just, I just looked at that card. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it truly is like, it's a reminder that you, you get to create your reality. Like our brains do not know the difference between perception and reality. Yeah. So like, what do you want to create? Well, and there's so much, you know, like what came through when I, when for me with that card this morning that now feels applicable is like, there's so much shifting right now. Um, this card actually came up in the middle of kind of a contentious moment between a friend and I, and I, I was like sharing it with her and we're kind of getting into it. And, um, I, it's, it's like, it, it just, I it think it's asking us to like, really just it be in the shifts and like all these things are um all these things that have happened how we think they're going to happen so mm -hmm. they've happened so we think they're going to happen the same way again it's shifting and so like we have to be okay with creating our own what does it say create your own luck mm -hmm. of like creating our own um like ecosystem to just be like I'm here mm -hmm. and it and might now. be rocky. yeah but I'm going, you know, and it's it's very interesting. Yeah, and it really is. I I mean, for me, that kind of reminds me a lot of like control and how much energy we spend on thinking that we have control and how that is also just a distraction. Because yeah, if we're trying to like plan and micromanage every single little thing, like how much are we actually missing? Like that, oh my God, that's the card is get out of your own way. Like that's the control piece. <laughs> like, you know, like if you were actually to let go of control, could it be better than you ever could have imagined? could you actually be present and grounded in the moment and allow it to be beautiful? Yeah. And also not be so caught up in like, okay, well then what's step 30 and what's yeah. step 31 and what, and then what? And then it's like, well, maybe you won't know until you get there what the next step is. Mm -hmm. Cause otherwise you're going to be 88 years old and you're going to be like, wow, I was living my entire life just looking for the, the greener grass. And it was like right there all along. Yeah. And my kids are such a good reflection of that. My kids don't care. My kids don't yeah. care. They just want to know, like, are we doing something fun today? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's all they want to know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I love that. And that's such a, a beautiful reminder, too, for you to like, okay, like, now is my time to be present. And I mean, I'm sure it was like a big priority shift, too, to like, okay, yeah, maybe I was this person before that was like, not, I don't want to say goal-oriented, because I, I still think that you can be, but it just, it shifts things a lot because they also, they really need your care and attention. And yeah, they don't care what you're doing six months right. from now. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I mean, it's been interesting what you said about asking for help because um, in the last few months, the reversal of roles in our household has been fairly dramatic because my husband sold his business. And so he is stepping back from that. And then I'm like right around the same time that I started this. So like in the past, like us community, being able to communicate about that, like we never would have, it, we just miss each other constantly. Right. Yep. And now we have three kids and it's like, okay, Hey, like I have to be so, Hey, I need you to do drop-offs and pickups and make sure there's dinner. Like I, mm -hmm. it's just like, Oh, okay. Well, in order to do that, I need this from you. And I, and so it's, it's very much like now that we uh, like, it's, it's now we know where we want our attention to be. We can sort of work out the in-between details, you know, yep. of what step one, two, three, four, five is. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, you really only get the the how-to once you ask yourself, what do I really want? What do I really need? Like that's... Mm. Mm, yeah, there's so many places we could go. Um, but I want to say thank you so much for having this conversation with me today. And can you let people know where they can connect with you further? Yeah, um, one of the best places is Instagram. Um, Kristen underscore Hinman is my name. And um, if like some of the stuff around charging what you're worth, I'm actually doing a workshop on that coming up. So I'll send you a link, Chelsea, if you just cool. go to my website, kristenhinman.com slash worth. Um, for anyone who's listening, I'll do a special uh, training breaking down, like going more into the energetics of it for you. Awesome. Yes, I will definitely put that in the show notes. And this was amazing. Thank you so much for talking with me. And I'm so glad I got to actually, yeah, it's just so refreshing to have conversations like this and just be like, oh my gosh, there are a lot of other people in the world that actually think very like similarly. And to just be able to like vocalize some of these bigger like less tangible topics. Yeah, right back at you. Thank you. What an amazing conversation. Huge, huge thank you to Kristen for coming on the podcast and being willing to discuss all things spirituality, business, energetics, energy healing. Such a great conversation. If you want to connect further with Kristen, I will link where you can connect with her on her Instagram and website in the show notes. Absolutely go give her a follow. I love all of the tips that she shares, especially surrounding moving your business from 3D to 5D. And if you haven't yet signed up for the Energy Healing Circle, on the 9th. There is still time. Head to the link in the show notes to sign up. Just a few spots remain. And if you're wanting to receive one-on-one mentorship from me inside your business in order to grow, expand, reach six figures, include more passive income, also that link will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't yet already left a rating and a review of the podcast and you want to take just a couple moments to go ahead and do that, it really means so much to me. If you want to tag this episode on Instagram, go ahead and tag me. I'm at expand with Chelsea and Kristen is at Kristen underscore Hinman. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next episode. Mm -hmm.